This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to our brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host. And if this is your first Geekscape, well, strap yourselves in for some geek conversation. That's what we've been doing for the last 15 years. And Geekscape is proud to be one of the longest running podcasts on the internet. Why? Well, it's like cockroaches. We're going to survive any nuclear problem that happens. And in 2020, it's actually pretty uh, likely. So uh, this week, it's Thanksgiving here in America. And we're going to put together a bit of a Thanksgiving roundtable discussion. We've got Matt Kelly coming up. He's just launching a brand new Geekscape show this week called uh, Christmas 365. It's all about Christmas. It's pretty funny. We're launching it on the week of Thanksgiving. And uh, Matt is obsessed with Christmas, so we'll talk a bit about that. We'll talk about what we're thankful for. Uh, We got Katie joining me, of course, my co-host. And because there are neighbors to the north and they've already celebrated Thanksgiving, we've got Derek back on the show to talk about what he's thankful for because... You know, he celebrated Thanksgiving. He said it wasn't that big of a deal up in Canada, but Derek's a big deal to us, so we're going to give him a chance to, you know, tell us what he's thankful for here. So that's Geekscape. That's what you got coming up on the show, and uh, I'm glad you're here with us. We were having a little bit of a technical difficulty. Matt is in Pittsburgh at the moment, and he's at Chris Fafalios' house. Chris Fafalios is in the background somewhere in Matt's stream when I pop him up here on the show, and they've been recording eight straight episodes of what is my favorite show on the Geekscape Podcast Network, One Hit Thunder. And I got to tell you, if you're not listening to that show and you're a music fan, then you're really missing out. Even if you're not a music fan, you should be listening to One Hit Thunder. The last episode they did was with our good friend Tony Hartman, who may be bringing his show to the Podcast Network. And they were talking about Crazy Town's song, Butterfly, which you might be like, what is that song? Uh, Butterfly is the one that was like, um come 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 my lady come i can't do it but it is the douchiest song of 2001 uh if y'all remember that one it, remember the video had like the it was really kind of like trippy and the dudes had tattoos and stuff and real a ton too many body piercings they did a breakdown of that show on the last one hit thunder 
And it's worth you going to your podcatcher and finding it because it is one of the funniest things I have heard in a long time. I was crying listening to it because that song is awful and they did a pretty great job of skewering it. Uh, also, if you're a, a fan and you actually finished the Spider-Man Miles Morales game, go back in the feed and find last week's episode. It wasn't a traditional episode, but we did break down all of the Spider-Man Miles Morales video game that came out for the PS5 and PS4. Uh, there is a spoiler warning midway through the show, so you can listen to at least half of it without having to bail if you have not finished the show. So don't you sweat that. Um, all right, here we go. This is the Thanksgiving episode. We're going to be talking about what we're thankful for. And right now, just before I lead things off to my co-hosts, I would love it and be very thankful if you go to whatever podcast you're on right now and leave us a review. Drop that five stars. Tell people what you love about Geekscape. Share it with your friends. Maybe hit that share thing on your app and be like, hey, you should check out Geekscape. They're hilarious because Katie's on. Ignore Jonathan. Send. Or if you just really want to torture people, send them, you know, an episode that's me by myself and maybe that'll happen. All right. It's enough filibustering from uh, my, my, uh, myself let's go ahead and let's start this little round table i'm going to go ahead and bring on my co-host my co-hostess with the mostest that's right that's katie katie how are you come my lady come come my lady you're that's my butterfly it. sugar baby oh come on now yeah. it was awful it, it was it's awful. a terrible song but it's so good at the same time it's one of those songs that you will sing no matter where you are Katie, you got to go out and find this episode. One Hit Thunder is my favorite show on the podcast network. Since Derek has gone into his Canadian hibernation period, which lasts <laughs> about three years oh. and isn't doing his uh, Xbox Game Pass show or any video game show for the Geekscape network. I mean, why would we want that with two systems coming out? Why would we need a video game show? Um, <laughs> so I've been really digging on One Hit Thunder and it is awesome so uh maybe chris will pop into the background there on matt's feed um but it is my favorite show on the network and i'm really happy with the network matt has done what i think i just it's like what i've always wanted is to have a network with cool shows and matt is the guy who has made it happen he's taken it upon himself to like add whatever he wants and if you're listening to this on the geekscape podcast feed go back one episode on the feed and you're actually going to see that it's a sneak peek of Christmas 365, our brand new Christmas year round show, which might make it to April before Matt gets too busy and ends up not doing the show anymore. Uh, I'm going to call it right now, Matt, uh, cause I'm going to bring you in here in a second. Uh, our Christmas 365 show. First off, it's not a daily show, so I don't understand why it's called Christmas 365 <laughs> instead of just like Christmas 48 or 52. Let's call it Christmas 52, 52 weeks in a year. Let's call it Christmas 52, not 365. And here's another thing. If that show does not last a year, Matt, it is one of the <laughs> poorliest planned, like poorest oh, yes. planned shows <laughs> of ever. It's as, as poorly planned as that sentence I just spouted <laughs> yeah, out. It's <laughs> that word. <laughs> and uh, while we're on the uh, track, Justin Peniston watching on Facebook, who's one of my dear friends, this dude's an amazing creator, great writer, does some really cool comic work, uh, and it's just a damn good writer. Uh, he, he says, please, this this is unacceptable. 
Uh, Justin, go find the one hit thunder that episode is, of, uh, and just listen to it. It's really great. That is the lyrics though, right? Like he's not I think saying it, mother. Yeah. Okay, okay. But, I mean, they're spelled C-O-M-E, but I think we know what we're, we're doing. Talking about. He says we're going to make your legs shake. So mm-hmm. there's I think, a you in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If there's one thing that crazy town's not known for, it's their subtlety. So <laughs> <laughs> let's not do that. All right. Um, Bold T says that Kevin Rose copied the douchey guy's shoulder star tattoos. When you say the douchey guy on Crazy Town, I don't know which one you're talking about because there's <laughs> two of them. <laughs> so <laughs> I forgot about those, with, like the star tattoos, and then like uh, the beaded necklace with like the hemp around it. Yeah, I think it's a a, a nor like a it's a a navigation star. <laughs> and there's no. a part in the video where it lifts off of his body and goes and becomes a graphic in the sky or something. They talk about it on the episode. They really leave no stone uncovered on this one hit thunder and they destroy the band. <laughs> and really, I mean, Chris and Tony spend half the episode discussing how, whether or not like just how Trumpy each of them are. Check so Check it's out. like, we haven't seen these idiots since they got off of like a reality show 10 years ago. We have to know, are they Trumpers? We don't know, but they're very Trump-y, I think is what we're discussing. It is amazing. Like what kind of art you have to like, kind of like really delve into and be like, is this what I think it is? Or is there another underlying Pepe the Frog layer that I don't know about? (laughs) Uh, George Pepe, speaking of Pepe, says last time (laughs) I saw they were, he said last time I saw they were playing, they had seven, they they had seven pay to play bands opening for them. And that is where a band pays to get on the bill. Uh, Katie, I don't know if you've ever experienced like, Oh yeah, I did bringer shows in stand up and it was like it's just oh, soul destroying. Those are the worst. I did a couple of those at the comedy store and uh no. It's just... uh, Vargas Mason? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because Mark got to the point where he was so good that he like he got paid for doing those shows, even though he still had to bring her show all of his people. Uh you know, Oh, Vargas Mason is the guy who I don't know if he okay. still runs the. Okay, yeah. I, he, I don't know if he still runs the the bringer shows at the comedy store, but he he's got it right. There's also another guy named Michael Q. Oh wow, we're just like airing all the dirty laundry, I don't, are we? You know what? I just got I got definitely got to the point where he's just mailing me tickets unsolicited, <laughs> and he's like he's like you're on the show, you're on the show, you're on the show, right. and I'm like I'm supposed to sell these things, and I'm not going to sell these tickets, dude. Just put me on the show. I'll bring a couple geeks gave us for people in, I know in LA. I'll do well or I'll do poorly, whatever. It's like there's – it's clearly control is not in my hands when it comes to that stuff. But bring her – I just remember I did the, the, the main stage at the comedy store and I'm sitting in the back in this like just yep. hellish, hellish. ridden Yeah, and, and one of the – there's a there's – a, there's a, the, the piano, the glass piano. The glass piano, the mirror well, the, glass piano that is the sitting there, it. and it's got little cuts on it. It's it's a coffee table like size thing, and it's in the back of the comedy store. And I just remember this guy uh, sitting next to he may be dead now. He just was like, you know what's cool about this? Robin Williams did coke off of that. 
Yeah, everybody did coke off that and thing. And I just, everyone. I was like, I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be a part of any of this. And then it was, I had a similar reaction. There yeah. was, there was someone who said, like, oh yeah, Richard Pryor did coke off. Like, who didn't do coke off of this freaking glass piano coffee table? Jonathan did not do coke off of it. Jonathan may I have rested a Coca Cola off of it, but around that time, <laughs> uh, Gaston started opening the back of meltdown up for comedy. And we just did comedy there. Cause it was, I mean, it's, I know it's shooting fish in a barrel, but like, oh, you know, I, with, I missed, with, with, I missed with, that place. With like the geek comedy shows I have to be is like, what's the deal with silver surfer? And everybody's like, Oh, I know. Right. And it's like, <laughs> it was a little easier, yeah, <laughs> a little easier than waiting through 18 people. To find angry. the one person who understood uh, the comic reference uh, that you just made. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to be talking about what we're grateful for uh, on this episode. And right off the bat, Danny uh, Camposano, who was big geeks to you, Geeks Gave Us, says, I'm thankful for Katie. Oh, thank you, Danny. That's so nice. I'm thankful for you and all your kindness. And can I just say, Big Yanks, you did such a damn good job on the last episode talking about Miles Morales' Spider-Man. You did a really good job jumping in. Uh, you're not a Geekscape regular, but maybe you should be, buddy, because... You're a good, uh, you're a good dude. And you always have some really good jokes and, and really good takes. Uh, speaking of Geekscape regulars, we can't get rid of this next guy. That's Matt Kelly. Uh, <laughs> Matt Kelly is, you know, this dude. He has a holiday week and he spends it driving from P- Philadelphia to Pittsburgh to record eight episodes of What Hit Thunder. The dude is dedicated or completely lacking of anything else to do. I don't know which one it is. Little bit of both. Well, you know what? You just described why Geekscape's been going on for so long. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got anything else to do. And uh, we're dedicated. So, Matt, uh, you're in Pittsburgh. You're recording some episodes of One Hit Thunder with Chris. Uh, if Chris is around, have him come on and, and say hi. But, um, dude, thank you. I want to just say, like, as we're talking gratitude, I just want to say thanks a lot for, you know, the last 15 years of being um really a tentpole for geekscape in a lot of ways like you know there it is anybody who has creative passions or starts up something from the ground floor like it it gets tough sometimes and your passion your ability uh to show up every day like it ebbs and flows big time and sometimes you just run out of ideas sometimes i just run out of ideas a lot of times and you being (laughs) there is something that i'm totally thankful for and you have absolutely been the rock uh to this whole thing like uh i'm glad i like i love seeing you what you do at comic-con i love seeing what you do on the the network man i just gotta say right off the bat one of the main things i'm grateful for is you right there mr matthew kelly well i'm very thankful that uh crave online and escapist magazine and geek chic daily all didn't want to hire me when they poached all the other writers from geekscape (laughs) so so that everyone else Everyone else who started at the same time at the site as I did went on to get paid for what they do, and I'm still just <laughs> producing podcasts, hoping that maybe one day I'll make twenty bucks off of a best fiends advertisement or something. But <laughs> Matt, I, I, here, here, let, let's let's just you know what? Let's just talk about that. I mean, those having worked at those companies as a host for several of them, 
their sales departments are like 90% of those companies. Those people are like churning the sponsor dollars in and out. And I don't think those companies really exist that much anymore. No, probably um, not. <laughs> so th- that, be- that being said, uh, they kept selling their ideas to advertisers. If for some reason we can think of like a great genius idea, like a Christmas show that goes year round, maybe who wouldn't want to sponsor yeah, that? How can we not find an advertiser for that brilliant idea? <laughs> Look, that, it, that damn thing better make it past April. That's so, all I'm so saying. Listen, first of all, John, it's called Christmas 365 because we have the Christmas spirit all year round. Secondly, it gives us an episode to stop doing the show at. At episode 365, we can hang up our ice skates and walk away from the show entirely. But we've got... We've That's already, the reason. We've got a good amount of episodes already in the can. Uh, the first episode... Is just me and my co-host Dylan talking about this Netflix original movie. But uh, next week we have an interview with Santa Claus. Um, we have a discussion with uh, about the Emmett Otter Jug Band Christmas. We have uh, our friend Joe talking about the difference between Christmas carols and Christmas songs. We've got the star of the newest Hallmark movie joining us to talk about what it's like to create Christmas films at Hallmark. Uh, we've got someone calling in from Norway to tell us how Norwegian Christmases are celebrated. Uh, we've had one person hit us up. They want to talk about the Hebrew Hammer, the uh, the Comedy yeah. Central original movie, uh, to talk. You know, make sure that we're covering as many holiday based religions as possible, not just making it Christmas centric. Even though it is called Christmas three sixty five, uh, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be a really fun show. I I said this in the sneak peek thing that we dropped yesterday, but horror movie night, one hit thunder, all those shows. I think do have a lot of fun value to them, but I always feel like they tend to lean into a little bit of pessimism for the humor. It's a, it's a lot of like taking shots. And I felt like after this year, we needed a show that was just as positive and wholesome as humanly possible. And I know that the holiday time puts me in the most positive attitude. And I know my friend Dylan is like one of those dudes who just celebrates all year round anyway, because it puts him in such a good mood. So I knew that, our powers combined, we would easily be able to knock out weekly content about our favorite elements of the holiday. So I think it will be a fun, good, optimistic, goofy show for people to enjoy. Matt, of course, I'm just being silly. Uh, I, I I actually love your, your positive uh, attitude. I love that you're just like, I don't care if anybody else is on board. I'm doing it. And you just do it. And, <laughs> you know, and, and like, obviously, like being completely honest, like sink or swim, you at least give it a shot. You know what I mean? While the rest of us like talk, can talk ourselves out of things, you're just like, no, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for it. And Bold T says, you know what? His Xmas 365 gift wish, gift wish is to see a fan art of Matt Roundhouse kicking Jonathan. <laughs> Ideally in the face, the man deserves his due. Can any artist make this a thing? So if you're watching right now and you want to do a piece of Matt Kelly Roundhouse kicking me in the face, I think that I deserve it. And I will no longer bah humbug the Christmas 365 show. And I will. It is part of the Geekscape Network. As we're talking about things that we're thankful for, uh, I mean, obviously, I've always said that you, to me, have been the older brother that I've always wanted in my life. Um, you have older brothers, though, right? No, I'm the oldest <laughs> in the family. So you are. You Holy are, shit. <laughs> well, they act old like they're older than you, though. Yeah, no. A lot of people think I'm the youngest. Um, so uh, there was a thing that you said to me when I lived in L.A., and I was getting ready to move Uh-oh. back home. And, you know, you you made a lot of jokes. They were mean-spirited jokes because that's the way that you are. 
but at the very that's end, how I show affection, Maddie. But but the one of the last things you said to me before I left California was that you said. I've never seen anyone get knocked down more than I've seen you get knocked down. But then you said, I've also never seen anyone get back up as much as you've gotten back up. And that has been a very strong thing in my life of uh, ever since then, always remembering that like, I always figure out a way to like get up, dust myself off and try something new. So thank you for introducing that. Of course, dude. Is it because you're you're constantly so low to the ground? That, that I mean, the, when is the that, bar is I low. Mean, yeah. Imagine if you were to rise to extreme heights, <laughs> how much more difficult that would be to recover from. <laughs> My favorite thing is knowing that Derek has just been chilling patiently for 19 minutes. <laughs> well, you know what? He's Canadian. He already celebrated Thanksgiving. We have our stuffing day coming up in a few days. Like... He can deal with it, all right? He, he like His next Thanksgiving is in another year. Like He could deal. That's fair. I'm telling okay? you, though, I'm celebrating both Thanksgivings next year. <laughs> it's happening. October and November. It's the best holiday. No offense to 365. How like, dare you? But Thanksgiving, no. I'm just saying. Well, and I mean, again, <laughs> I thank you. I, as we're spouting out the things we're thankful for, obviously, you kind of giving me free reign to be like, whatever weird idea pops into your head. And, you know, like One Hit Thunder, to me, obviously there's not a lot of shows I would travel four hours to record eight episodes uh, and then just turn around and drive back for another four hours. But the, the show was a weird, dumb idea. And I pitched it to someone who I thought would be able to rise to the occasion as a host. And I'm glad that I picked Chris. I think Chris is the best host that we could ever have for that show. And I mean, I am very excited for the episodes that we recorded. Like we have been That's having great. a really great time today. Well, no spoilers. Um, Chris is uh, been pretty busy. Punchline, his band has a brand new music special out. If y'all have Amazon, go check out the music special. You can get it on Amazon prime. If you're a member for sure, it's the punchline music special. It's available now on it's the Amazon. Best 55 minutes a- you can have. It's so fun. <laughs> Seriously. And they also have a, a, a new song out right now so uh search for punchline on all the musical devices all the spotify's and the this and the that's and uh and listen to listen to it you're gonna love it um george pepe says maddie you need to go to bronner's in michigan it's a 365 day christmas store i would suggest if y'all make it to like episode 100 you know what let's do it within the year let's go and, and do like a live episode michigan's not too much further than you drove today right yeah i listen I have every desire to do live podcasting, but I'd like for the pandemic to be over before I start scheduling that. So let's let's aim for episode 100. Let's aim for yeah. episode 100. Give right. me a good two years before we're, we take this show on the road. Maddie, it's a hoax. <laughs> nothing but a hoax. It's, oh, boy. Don't get into that. The <laughs> pandemic ain't nothing uh, listen, I, I will tell you. I will tell you this much. I uh, When I got here... We don't have um, sheets where I'm at. So I was like, oh, I got to stop and get some sheets. And Like if, bed sheets? No, no it's sheets a, is like a convenience store. It's like a convenience okay, store. It's like a gas station. Yeah. But, but I walked in and the only people wearing masks in the building were myself and the employees. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, it just, it just, oh, it makes my skin itch. <laughs> just. Yeah. Well, um that sucks and uh let's remind everybody that if you uh want geekscape sells shirts that say heroes wear masks so 
wear a freaking mask as matt's t-shirt says right now for you video listeners that is not the shirt we sell no this is the one we got a cease and desist from new line pictures oh my god yeah new line line sent us a cease and desist and uh compass picture sent us a cease and desist for our glow in the dark michael myers wear a shirt wear a mask shirts but if you go to the if you go to the horror movie night facebook we're still selling them if you ask for them we just can't post them legally anywhere don't don't say that maddie listen listen they ain't gonna come after you they're gonna come after me uh The red Geekscape wear a mask shirts, those are the ones that if you go to the Geekscape Facebook group, you can find it pinned at the top there. There's a link to go buy your Geekscape. Uh, Real heroes wear not, masks. Wear, heroes wear masks. It's not going to get taken down by New Line Pictures. Like New Line Pictures got taken down by the Golden Compass. That is <laughs> yeah. If you're looking to uh, cease and desist anyone, go for good old Moneybags London over here. Yeah. Just go Come for over him. Jesus. All right. Let's get the Canadian in here. I know, like, as I invited the Canadian, I said, what are we talking about? This guy's already celebrated. Why is he on the show? But it w- you know what? We love Derek. He's a family member. And uh, let's bring him on. And let's talk to him. Derek, how are things in Canada? Uh, you're, you've already celebrated Thanksgiving in Canada. What can we expect come Friday? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, our, our Thanksgiving in Canada this year was uh, me and Michaela sitting at home. And uh, hopefully you'll have a lot of that same stuff. Uh, hopefully you're not seeing anybody because I hear it's really dangerous. And especially in America, things aren't going super well. So um, although yeah. things in Canada aren't, we're not doing so hot either these days and they've, uh, just upped our restrictions and stuff like that. So, um, oh, really, are you guys getting a spike as well? Yeah, we were like, obviously it's like peanuts compared to, uh, you guys, but <laughs> yeah, we love <laughs> um, to go big. You know, we were, we went through a lot of like September and October with like, oh, we've got like 95 new cases today in British Columbia. And now it's like, uh, you know, we just posted our weekend numbers and it was about 2000 for the weekend. Um, so it's really skyrocketing um, in, in terms of in, compared to what it was. Um, so they've they've upped our restrictions a little bit, which I think was a um, I, I, I wish that they had done sooner. We were they, they, you know, in a very Canadian manner, they've been like, oh, we just have to trust that we'll do the right thing. And, and I think humans time and time again have proved that that doesn't really work. And uh, that seems to be the case with the coronavirus pandemic as well, I'm afraid. So I just want to say, as I was sitting back there, uh, for 25 minutes i'm like (laughs) laughing my ass off at like i can't even remember what happened now but and then i'm like almost tearing up at just like hearing matt talk about christmas spirit and talking about this like fucking christmas show where if you describe it to somebody they're like why the fuck would somebody make a show about that uh but in the way that he talks about it like it just became like the most like wholesome thing that i could possibly imagine and i listened to the first episode today um and michaela listened to it with me as well we were driving uh, in the car and like the first thing that she said is like who the fuck didn't watch let it snow last year that was like the best christmas movie that came out um so we fucking watched let it snow i'm swearing a lot so yeah. i'm sorry it's a really uh, it's it was oh i loved it i loved i it was it was a, and then we were like should we watch like let it snow later and uh <laughs> I, also, I gotta tell how many you. times can one man watch let it snow in a single year, apparently well, Matt, a lot of freaking times. Matt will, Matt will do that one. Uh, there's just this endearing naivety to Matt that we just love so much <laughs> here on Geekscape. He just, he doesn't know any better and we just love him for it. We just, 
It's the best. He uh-huh. really is the best. Matt's like, <laughs> F you. I didn't have to be here. <laughs> I, I, I've been spent all day recording podcasts for your stupid network. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> what time is it there, Matt? Uh, it's 10 o'clock. It's a late 10 o'clock. <laughs> that is late, honestly. I'm like, I feel way too old now, or I'm just like, it's 10. Can we go to bed now? I, I will, so, so I won't give any spoilers about what we recorded. But I will say that two of the people that were scheduled had to cancel at the last second. And because I'm such a maniac for us keeping the schedule, we figured out a way to just wing two episodes. We're like, like at one point I literally, I won't say the band, but I was like, if we turn on the microphones right now, I can give us 45 minutes on this band on the fly. (laughs) 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 Well, Matt, listen, uh, it's endearing that you love this stuff. Because Heidi has messaged, Matt, will you watch cheesy Christmas movies with me from Facebook? So see, there are girls who will want to watch them. They happen to be my girlfriend. They're all taken, but that's fine. <laughs> I will Some say, of that may be pity, but Matt, please. Heidi, message me on Facebook with what your favorite Christmas movie is, and we'll get you on as a guest to promote uh, Alan <laughs> Fletcher. Do careful, it. Pal. I'm uh... Care, careful, careful, pal. Right? Care, careful. Have careful. you guys tried that? He's trying um... to. He's trying to DM her. <laughs> yeah, slide in those DMs. He's trying have to slide those tried... DMs. <laughs> have you tried the uh, the Disney Plus like group watch stuff? Have no, you... is anybody it tried that? Good. Nah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's not. It's <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not quite on like. Because my sister and I did it for Hocus Pocus during Halloween time, and it was so fun, but practically not great. Because we zoomed while watching it, and like I feel like this is like such a really like this is what everybody wants. They want to watch things with their family. They want to watch right. things while they're socially distanced. But like every like hers was like just like a half step further mm. than mine, so I would always hear like you know what was going on like a couple of minutes into the movie and i was like no like, but like while we were talking we would laugh and like make comments i don't know i feel like it's, it's just almost there so close That's, that does sound frustrating when you the sink is not so is right. that is that all that the feature does is it's meant to start the movie at the same time for people like or does it have like it doesn't have like you're not videoing each other through the platform or anything? You're, it's just you're not you're not videoing okay. each other. You okay. can chat each other and okay. do like emojis. Well, no, I don't think you can even chat. You can just emoji it. So oh, you're just like, like react oh, to what's happening through. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. There's no talking like, during the movie, Derek. No, which is funny because my sister, her roommate, does not like people quoting things during movies, and they've been watching the Harry Potter movies. And I was like, how do you not very quote- quotable? Yeah. every line of harry potter <laughs> like that's mm. that's such a standard that i cannot reach <laughs> so let's get to the beat of it because it is thanksgiving coming up for three of us derek already has the experience of having canadian um, thanksgiving we got our item. christmas tree up like we're for the first actually time since i i, I think mm-hmm. since i moved out like when i was like 17 18 years old i put okay, up we put up listen uh, i'm sorry thanks rain it rain yeah. it in right. socialists yeah, okay. right quit bragging okay, <laughs> okay listen we, we don't we don't live i was just gonna so- say i'm making a turkey for the first time and okay. i'm so excited listen, oh no way right like we, we do don't live a in a socialism we don't live in a social socialist apocalypse like you do with your health care <laughs> all right with your health care and your 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 your, your Stimulus checks. Your stimulus checks your every month. Like we don't, we don't have yeah, that. There's no stimulus checks here. You guys got a whole twelve hundred dollars. 
and uh and this, know, that's like almost that's and almost a hundred dollars per month yes yeah, i'm almost like, halfway you, through it at this point you break it's it all going down. really well I, like, I immediately spent my stimulus test uh stimulus check on a uh root canal the same oh, day <laughs> it got deposited and the same day it went out i'm pretty sure i spent it on taxes <laughs> actually i did not have to pay my student loans for six months which equates to twelve hundred dollars that I still have to pay back, but just later now. So. Canada! Right? <laughs> well, let's get to it. Uh, what are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? Um, this can be a geeky thing. For instance, something small. I'm very thankful, obviously, for the network and for the the uh, awesome video game. Like last week when we talked about Spider-Man Miles Morales on the episode. That was a fun game. And I love that it was actually short enough for me to finish amongst all my other work. Uh, I then went out on Friday and I bought the game that uh, Katie said she was not looking forward to, even though we're both Zelda fans. I picked up Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, and I got to tell you, it is exactly what I love and exactly the thing that I was looking forward to, and I've been playing that. So Age of Calamity is fun. I love that they use all the assets from the Zelda Breath of the Wild games, and it's just good to be amongst friends. Uh, here's Heidi, who, when I say what I'm grateful for, she wanted to come and impose on the episode and shake <laughs> and be like, well, how could you Better not? talk about me. <laughs> As if her not blowing up the comments wasn't enough. <laughs> She's in here now. And uh, hey, gorgeous, how are you? What are you grateful for? I'm thankful for you okay. and our nice little life here. What is that? That's very sweet. I'm Listen. grateful for... Star Wars and if you want that kind Star of saccharine Trek. positivity, talk to Matt Kelly. All right, <laughs> this guy started a. <laughs> I'll sell you on a Christmas podcast. I no will. problem. I already messaged him. <laughs> you guys are gonna. You guys are gonna listen. Uh, as 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 Big Yank says, barf oh, in the yay. comments. This is not what we do here. It, listen, Geekscape was built on Jonathan's. <laughs> Like really, this is just me creating a roast for for people. Like that's all Geekscape really is. Oh, and I'm grateful that that you have them and they have you. To a degree, okay. yes. Thank and you. I, <laughs> Thanks, I could keep going. I wanted to say hi though. Hi right. everyone. Hello. Hi. Have fun. <laughs> Bye. So the gracefulness we saying, which I'm... he leaves is very endearing. <laughs> I, uh, but I might need to get her some smoke bombs so that when she leaves, she just. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I'm not flash paper. <laughs> I still I, I still refuse to cater to the video viewers of the show because they <laughs> listen. If y'all want to start catering, if y'all want to start getting catered to with special effects and animations and stuff like that, get more people to watch the show. But the truth <laughs> is, the bread and butter baby is in the podcasting. And it's all audio all the time for us as far as those numbers go. And I'm not going to throw a smoke bomb or a, like a visual gag for the people watching. It's all about the listeners, as Matt Kelly will attest. <laughs> We're a podcast network, and that's an audio experience. Uh, George Pepe says, I'm thankful for Geekscape. It's like hanging out with friends every week, but safely socially distanced. Well, we're geeks. Not a lot of people want to hang out with us, so <laughs> we don't have a whole lot of choice of the socially distancing. You don't get that ripe smell that comes from uh, geeking out, uh, especially yeah. like Comic-Con type smell. I think but... you can buy that in a candle now. <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> the Comic-Con scent? <laughs> yeah, that's, that scent is actually like con crud. You go home with it and get <laughs> sick and then it grows on you like that freaking meteorite and creep show that Stephen King opened up. Uh, so uh, just to close the loop on Age of Calamity, the new Zelda game, it's cool to uh, play a game that takes place 
in the Breath of the Wild universe mm. and has all the same assets and all the, I mean, literally the sound, the art, everything is. Does it have the Breath cooking the music? Because the cooking music. It has the cooking music. Uh, it has all It has all that stuff in it. Yeah. It found a way to put the Koroks in there. It found a way to put all the enemies in it. And also the expansive map and the different weapons and customizing and cooking. It. It's all in there. Uh, but obviously the gameplay is like uh, the kind of... Well, it's the kind that like Katie definitely was like, uh, I'm not that into because it is very much like Dynasty Warriors. And having played... I mean, playing the game now, it is it will become repetitive. It will become the same right. thing over and over again, where you just do smash them up combos, smash them up combos, smash them up combos to greater degrees as you level up. And you're going to play through this, through it with this for the story and you're never going to play it again. But right. do you feel like you've gotten anything more out of the story? Yeah, it's actually a lot of fun. Uh, you see, you, well, remember when we were playing breath of the wild and we were talking about it a lot on Geekscape games, Derek and characters like Nifa became obsessions because mm-hmm. like she's the female fish girl. Or something that. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, Zora? You do, yeah, she's a Zora and you actually see her like by the time breath of the wild comes out, it's a hundred years of the future. And she's, her character is dead. So like, like fighting alongside her in this, and she's actually still alive. There's like a sadness to mm-hmm. it. And so you do get to see some of those characters that later you know what's going to happen to them. So That's you're playing cool. through a prequel, and yeah, it, it it feels familiar. It feels fun. Is it is it comparable to a Zelda game? No, it's a Dynasty Warriors game, but it's it's scratching the right itch. You know, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have made a hundred Dynasty Warriors games if they weren't doing something right. Yeah. yeah, you know what? What I realized they take the place of is those. Um, remember when the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings games oh, came out? Yes. The, on like, the PlayStation games. 2. Yeah, yeah. Those games were awesome. Yeah. And they were smash em up games. Yeah. And I think it's kind of alongside those games in theme. Also got redundant and repetitive, but you, you kind of love the immediate satisfaction of seeing yeah. like 100 people fly up in the air and get smashed. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think I, my brother's getting COVID tested. I got COVID tested for the seventh time last week, and uh, we're going to have him over. We're going to, that's the, that's the risk we're going to run. It's having my brother over for. Wow. Thanksgiving. So I'm grateful for that and grateful that we're going to sit down and watch his lifetime original movie. I think it's called head of the class or something. And it's about, he plays a detective because what did you not know this? No, I did not know this. Oh, yeah. Matt, Matt oh, Kelly, yeah. did you know yeah, this? Yeah, You sent me the trailer and I was very okay. excited. <laughs> it's called, it's called head of the class. Is that what you said? My brother, Paul yeah. is in a lifetime original yeah. movie as a detective investigating the death of a valedictorian at a high school because all threats to getting into the perfect college are starting to become eliminated. And he's come in to investigate just who might be murdering high school oh valedictorians. Who's, who's, yeah. Okay. This is amazing <laughs> to begin with one and uh, two, where can we find this? Probably uh, a lifetime, lifetime would be I mean, my actually, guess. Obviously, I like, think, can we see, like, I mean, are you getting an advanced copy? Like, are, are, Oh, like, it's aired twice. Oh, it's already aired. Oh. It's aired twice. Uh, you know, follow my brother on Twitter, and he tweets out every time this thing airs. Uh, I know that Lifetime has an app, but when you log into the Lifetime app to watch the movie, it need, you also need to log into your cable provider. And since all of us have cut the cord, like, who has a cable provider right. anymore? You know what I mean? I don't. I don't. I just. I use Michaela's mom's login because she's old and it's great. (laughs) Well, Matt, you have one because your parents probably have one, right? (laughs) That was not a dig. Yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) a dig. It's it's not a dig. But like, oh, you just go upstairs and watch it on their TV. (laughs) Listen, Matt. (laughs) 
Matt, we, like you're going to move out to like, it, like your goal is to move out. And like, when you move out, you're like, why would you have a cable? Yeah. Like, why no, would you have fair. A, a I, traditional cable? So, so the only reason why I would want cable, I'd have to like investigate like uh, stuff like sling, like some of those like companies where you can buy for the streaming. Cause when I get right. my own place, I do want to build like a live streaming room. Um, mm-hmm. Partially inspired by, uh, you know, you'll get to experience it on December 12th, but one of our shows, uh, 91 Donkey Lane, um, Robert Bacon, who hosts that show, literally built a podcasting room with a four camera setup where he can cut wow. to like close ups and wide shots and, and all types of different stuff within the StreamYard program. So I want to build something similar to that where when the Grammys happen, like, Chris Fafios and I can do a live stream of us watching the Grammys and reacting to it. Or when like it's the Emmys, we can have the people from my favorite episode come over and react to it and kind of, you don't want to just do that in StreamYard here without the travel or is the travel part of it is going into a sheets and maybe catching coronavirus. Is that part of the adventure? I mean, that's part of the adventure, but I think that, I mean, there's, I think that there's something to be said about like, and I'm talking about post Corona for stuff like this, but like a classic shot of like three friends hanging out on a couch, having like a very visceral reaction to like who's winning or not winning awards. Like I'm actually really bummed that we weren't able to get a, any type of video of my favorite episode of host uh, Kathleen during the like Schitt's Creek sweep at the (laughs) Emmys. Because, like, the text messages we were getting was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, it's happening. Oh, God, I can't yeah. believe they're doing this. Like, Matt, I want to be supportive, but, you know, have you tested the waters on this? Because Dan, a Big Gang says we don't need a four-camera feed of Matt Kelly. No, no, no. Like, we, we don't need, need four cameras of me. I think we need, I think we need seven of yeah, Matt no, Kelly that, where I'm going to from on that one. Um, but, yeah. Low I, angle, <laughs> high angle, internal angle. Let's put a camera up your thing. Did they, um, so with, with head of the class, did they, uh, I think that's what it's called. Did they give like, you know, cause sometimes they want to keep the ending secret. Did Paul have to film like four or five different killer reveals to make sure that no one leaked how the lifetime movie no. ended? That, that, that crap is spoiled in the trailer, man. If you watch, <laughs> if you, Matt, if you watch the trailer to this lifetime show, you're going to see who the killer yeah, is. I know. I was they texting you about the whole it. thing in the trailer. It is. It is no bueno, but is that my Thanksgiving plan? Yeah, it is. Paul's coming over. We're going to eat some turkey, and we're going to watch his Lifetime original movie, and it's going to be tight. I mean, I, I mean, that's a pretty cool plan. If I was to suggest a plan similar to that, it would be fill your belly and then fill your mind with the belly of the beast. Uh, as a <laughs> The Steven Seagal classic that we watched before Comic-Con a few years ago. That movie... I actually had this conversation with Heidi because we watched Starship Troopers with our friend Casper mm. Van Dien the other day. <laughs> uh, and and we, as I'm searching for Starship Troopers, I put in the ST in the streaming platform and it starts giving me suggestions. The first suggestion when you put in ST, it gives you the star movies like Star Wars, Star Trek. And then it says Steven Seagal. And I stopped and I said, Heidi, like you'd never seen Starship Troopers. What else have you not seen? I said, have you never seen the Steven Seagal movie? She goes, no. <laughs> like a, not a single one? Not, not a no. single one. Wow. No. Like, so, not even under siege? 
under siege would be me being kind to her i might i might make her ass watch glimmer man or some shit like that Dude, <laughs> like, belly, I, I, might, I, I might be like they don't get better belly, than belly listen, the beast no no i i know matt that like late stage steven seagal is like fun to watch and you can laugh at him but I kind of wanted to watch something where Hollywood still kind of had something invested in that guy. <laughs> and like, and we know how it ended up. Yeah. I think there's something later. I think there's something even sadder about the late stage denial of the like Steven Seagal movies that he was still making for Hollywood. And I told you the story from Glimmer Man where a friend of mine worked in post and he worked in digital. And it was when Steven Seagal was starting to put on weight. Mm-hmm. And his job was to like remove pieces of like his chin and stuff and like go in and digitally start cleaning up Steven Seagal to make him look thinner. And so he's working in post and it was his birthday. I mean, Steven Seagal could literally just run over a uh, fortune teller's wife if he needed to get thinner, as I've learned from cinema. Well, that is, listen, you're mixing some stuff up. That's some <laughs> Stephen King shit right there. But listen, thinner. <laughs> Uh, in 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 the in Glimmerman post, here's a story. It's a true story. Uh, my buddy had his birthday, and they all celebrated with a cake. And it was for the post department. They have the cake, and then nobody finishes, so they, he puts the cake in the fridge. It's like a shared office fridge. My buddy goes home, and the next day he's headed to work, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna get some coffee, and I'm gonna have that fucking cake. I'm gonna have the rest of my birthday cake. I'm looking forward to it. There's like half of a cake left. He's oh, definitely no. gonna have it. Oh no. That was the day Steven Seagal decided to come with his buddies and oversee some of the editing going on. No. My, my buddy walks into the into the kitchen and Steven Seagal is on his knees with the fridge door open, <laughs> eating the cake out of the box with his hands like a dog. Can I, can I just say that, that makes me so happy. Like, <laughs> like that makes me so happy. He's like... Not that dogs have hands, but is, he's like an animal. Is that what you're thankful for, cake. Katie? Is that story specifically? I'm very thankful that Steven Seagal used cake like the rest of us. <laughs> well, you can see the, you can see the end results tw- 20 years later. In the cafeteria, I'm going to be on my knees like Steven Seagal, just shoveling. <laughs> He was so upset that Steven Seagal had completely just <laughs> annihilated his cake like an animal. I'm not gonna lie, I don't, and I don't know if you guys have done this before, but um, I've definitely been the person, the roommate that um, ate my roommate's ice cream. That's like a fancy ice cream because it was just like she's like, yeah, you can try a bite of it, and I was like, great, and then like <sighs> I was off to work, and I'm just like, uh oh. Now I've eaten it all. <laughs> Whoops. That was like freaking uh, gelato that cost like $10 a fucking can. Katie, it, that's on her for buying $10 a can gelato. And you know what? It is. I at, don't. At, at that point, you're not a roommate. You're an addict. And she needed to realize she lived with an addict. So <laughs> that's on her. That's on her for not seeing the signs and intervening. Okay. You needed her help. You needed support. She was not there for you. And that is the also problem. why Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. <laughs> your, your roommate should have come to you and been like, Katie, you have a problem. I've never seen somebody get knocked down as many times as you. <laughs> and, <I'm, laughs> and I've never seen somebody get up and start eating again as many times as you. <laughs> And now I'm on a new diet. It's fine. <laughs> Listen, we, we all get knocked down. Okay. Which I, but I, I think, that, I, think I think one hit, I think one hit thunder has done Chumbawamba. Yeah. So 
one other plug for our podcast. We'll just say a quick plug on that. One of the most interesting bands you will ever hear about is Chumbawamba. (laughs) Those guys are defund the police times a million. They are are the most punk rock band that has ever existed. Well, listen, Geekscapist, uh, Ben Stahl on Facebook says, Happy Thanksgiving, Jonathan and crew. Let's get back to it. What are we thankful for? Ladies first, uh, as we go around. I know I took the first spot, but um, I mean, that's Matt. accurate. What you got? What you got, Katie? <laughs> I just deferred it to Matt because he's a lady. Oh. Um, I'm just kidding. I was just kidding. No, I'm I'm super thankful for you guys and like bringing me onto this crew. Like everybody has been so unbelievably kind. Obviously, I you know. Well, I invited Shane and he didn't make it, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, clearly he's behind Incelbot, so I think it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, no, everybody has been so freaking awesome, and um, I don't know what it means to any female out there who either listens to this podcast or watches it, but it, it's so nice to be a part of a crew that also loves the things that I love. And it, it takes a long time to find that kind of a crew. Um, so I'm just, I'm thankful to be here and be a part of your guys' crew. Well, Katie, that is amazing because we have mucho plans for you going forward, especially uh, since you're the funniest member of our roster. We'll see. <laughs> uh, Derek is in no rush to bring back a video game show, so you have to do it. And when COVID is over, we're going to be doing live shows. So I can't uh, wait. I honestly cannot wait. I miss doing live shows. I, I, this last year has told me nothing. It's like I need a like audience. I need a live audience to feed off of. And no offense to Wizard of Video Games on Twitch. Like he's a great audience member, but I like the. I'm like you. We need that live rapport. Yeah. The energy. Yeah. The lights of the theater. <laughs> uh, Katie, what about geek stuff? Is there geek stuff that like in your life is currently like your jam? Oh man, here's the thing. I This new job has been so overwhelming. Um, the most geeky stuff that I've been really into lately has just been acting stuff and that's super geeky oh yeah you're gonna go out to vegas and film your 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 star your movie role. special me in my movie special no yeah. it's a pilot it's a pilot <laughs> uh i'm i'm still not sure if i'm gonna film it because there might be covid restrictions so i've booked my hotel uh i have no idea whether or not i'm actually going uh we'll damn see. you Obama. is that, is damn that quite you. soon when is that supposed to be happening it's supposed to be december 4th and 5th okay and so like coming right up still have no no idea mm-hmm. um yeah it's it's been insane i mean i've gone through several table readings um i have my costume which i'm super like they, they sent me my costume which it well, should we just keep that in vegas you got to transport it yourself well because it was easier just to send it to me to see if it fit instead right. of me going early and having a pre-fitting right all that stuff and I'm not going to lie. And it is an octopus suit. You do have to work with it a bit. There is some no, puppeteering involved. I kind of look like Brienne of Tarth. I'm not going to lie. I know. Oh. It's so cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. And like, I'm like, I want to wear this thing, but like, I have to like shoot this freaking thing. You can't just like wear it around the house for fun. Oh, I will. I will. If you want, I'll go put it on right now. But uh, No, no, no. I think you signed an NDA. I mean. You can't. I- don't wear it on Geekscape. I, I don't want their lawyers coming after me. <laughs> like they come after horror movie night. Okay. Like we, we're not doing that. There, I, I, there's enough cease and desist going on around Geekscape with the, the horror movie night boys running around all irresponsibly. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, totally. So I, I am very, yeah, yeah, wear it, wear it out. Matt, you're one gonna, of your you're very gonna, own, just message Matt on Facebook. If Matt keeps standing up on the live stream, he's going to get this entire video pulled off the internet. You need to stop it. Stop it, Matt. Aren't they, aren't they selling those at Hot Topic now, too? <laughs> yeah. Those are officially licensed. Just know this. <laughs> Matt's selling this out of his trunk. That's why he's driving to Pittsburgh. He's got a trunk sale going on there. Any you horror kids want a mask with Jason Voorhees on? <laughs> Hey, I'm in the parking lot of a sheets. Hit me up. He probably put that out on Instagram. 30 minute flash sale in the back of my trunk. Sheets off of the freeway. Come on by. Buy a horror movie dot shirt. Wear a mask. Ain't nobody out here doing it. You just give them away to everybody in that sheets, Matt. You just walk through sheets. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Matt, were you wearing that shirt when you walked through sheets? The shirt that is telling people to wear a mask? No, no. Were you scared too, or like? No, what? it was. He, he I mean, it was on, yesterday, he just so, so we could sell them on this podcast. I do What's change my. It was yesterday, so I do change my clothes from day to day. So why? It's the pandemic. I've I have been very good at a daily shower and like clothes change every single morning. That's I've, a huge deal. I've put on. You are getting ready I've for twenty twenty one in jeans, a brand new way. Everything. I've, I have not wow. once. There's socks, not been one day socks. that I've done pajama pants. Are you serious? Because I'm wearing pajama pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, right now. <laughs> I, I, I think that's something you're, you're thankful for. I, I think that's putting pants on these days. Katie, Katie is thankful for her grimace-colored pajama <laughs> pants. I think that rules. I think it was more true? California raisin, but... Let's see that color again. Yeah, is that more, California it's more raisin? Barney purple. Geekscapist, what do you think? You're watching this live. Is that the purple on grimace, or is that... Barney or California Raisin. Did you hear my knee pop? <laughs> yeah. Katie? Okay, I'm working out. <laughs> we got to get back to that live show before we have <laughs> agent. Um, Geekscape, I do want to open up the comments and make sure we'll read them here on the air if you tell us what you're thankful for. Uh, like Big Yank says, I'm thankful for finally watching Star Trek The Next Generation. It's amazing so far. Q Heidi wanting to watch it with you because that's one of her favorite shows. Honestly, <laughs> if you can get past that first episode, things are great. Because <laughs> those first two episodes, I was like, why am I watching this? Uh, Derek, how about you, man? I know that we already had a little bit of Thanksgiving <laughs> up there in Canada, but what are you thankful for, buddy? And if you say you all at Geekscape, then that's just some saccharine crap, and I know you're cheating. So, like... <laughs> Let's, I mean, I'm, Matt I, already said that, and Katie already said that. So come I'm on, I'm gonna now. put another little spin on the same thing. I have other things that I can talk about. I finished Miles Morales. That was great in terms of a uh, uh, a geeky thankfulness. I had so much fun with that this weekend, and I can't wait to listen to the special episode now. Um, see if you guys cried, how much you cried, all that sort of all that sort of stuff. Did you? For me, cry? it was quite a bit. Um, yeah. Oh, especially like, I can't. Don't even want to talk about it with the post mission. Yeah. Oh. Just heart, just heartwarming, heartbreaking. Um, In terms of a spin on saying the same thing everyone else has been saying, I feel like the last, you know, I've known uh, you, Jonathan, and you, Matt, for a long time. And I feel like, you know, the last few years, I've been very, like, just kind of in and out. And and I feel like I disappear for a while and um, don't talk to anybody for a while and all that sort of stuff. But I feel like you guys are always... Uh, you know, whenever I'm ready to step back in and whenever I'm ready to talk or whatever, like you guys are just always right there. And, and it's like it never it's like we never skipped a beat type thing. And I um, just I don't know, you guys are like family to me. And I really appreciate that. Um, I always know that if you know, if I need to drop out or whatever, it's it's fine. And and um, 
you know, it's stuff that I've been like struggling with for a while, obviously, like quite a long time at this point. But um, I don't know, you guys are like my brothers, and I love you both so much. And the ability to, to act like we never skipped a beat just means so much to me. So Thank you is this where you break it to us that you're going to go work for Nerdist? Is that what this Are is they about? still around? I thought they should. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they kind of tanked. <laughs> I, I mean, Matt, I, I will say, like, piggybacking off of that, like, I remember the first Comic-Con in a while when you and I hung out. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, the, I, I've i said this before on our, when we were doing the We Wish We Were At Comic-Con episode of this, but, like, yeah. Literally every every year, episode. If we go on long enough, every episode turns yeah, into a weird true. That's true. <laughs> but every year, and I, I will stick by this: the best day of every single Comic Con is the day before it opens up, when you and I just like just the two of us Fan wander Express. around San Diego on best on the little scooters and just like yeah. catch up on what's been going on the last year. So yeah. I've, mm-hmm. I'm always thankful for for you know, having you in my life, having you part of this show for sure. We've got Katie now. So now Katie Great. can join. Oh, she's going to enjoy. It's oh gonna man. She's going to get that insane. mango salsa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so she mango, oh, I hope rock and Baja makes it. Through this <laughs> I know. Jeez, I haven't thought, of, I never thought about that. Katie, you don't know the tradition, but because uh, Wednesday is uh, the day that the, the floor opens uh, for preview night at, at Comic-Con, we get down there on Tuesday morning and we set up the booth and we get in usually before noon around one to by, by that time on Tuesday, we set up the booth and then we go and grab lunch at the, we dump everything. And then we go eat lunch mm-hmm. at Rock and Baja. Then we go back and we set up the booth in the convention center and we kind of walk around the convention floor a little bit, see everybody setting up stuff. Usually there's stuff that's covered up that, you know, is for some corporate reveal, sure. uh, things like that. So it's cool to go up and like see some of the other vendors and that community that we, see every year we only see them at comic-con every mm-hmm. year and um guys like i miss i miss the i miss comic-con a lot and uh and hopefully um you know we have a lot of uh, hopefully we're able to celebrate in person at comic-con this year um you know it looks like america's slowly getting it together let's not completely feel like we're out of the woods on that politically but uh there's a lot of work still to be done and we all have to be responsible uh, and keep getting tested and keep adding to the research and trusting science. And, uh, and you know, I, I read the, the news line, the, 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 there was a headline today that the Biden administration, which got announced today and they got uh, approved for their funding and their transition team, uh, they were on the line with one of the uh, greatest bays of all time, the prime minister of New Zealand. Uh, about how to get this COVID in uh, under control. And New Zealand, as we know, has completely conquered COVID uh, and uh, it just has it on lock. And now we've got, you know, uh, the Biden administration talking to, to, to him being like, hey, uh, we know we spilled water on every single gremlin there is, but uh, <laughs> how do we get them all back together? Because um, this is really out of control. I don't know, but um, hopefully there are no gremlins that aren't manageable running around next summer and we can do comic con and have fun. I know that, uh, Los Angeles comic con is already pushing forward with sales and announcements for Los Angeles in September. Uh, we were talking to a couple of film festivals, uh, over the past week about their plans to doing hybrid digital in person festivities. So I think 2021 is going to be weird. And now we've got this wonder woman movie coming out in December and I'll, I'll go ahead and predict it right now. 
as much as we're going to watch those movies in December, I don't think that theaters are going to survive 2021 if those movies like Tenet, Wonder mm-hmm. Woman, James Bond, some of the movies that, that either came out or got pulled from theaters in 2020 are Alan released. 3. Every, they got, I think they're going to be released every weekend through post-COVID 2021 just to make sure that there are butts in the seats in theaters to keep those doors open, or you're going to start seeing some really interesting closures of theaters and malls. And I will go ahead and give you my Tony Stark prediction of the future that companies like Apple, Netflix, Hulu, who are developing content and buying films and releasing them are going to want some of that real estate and you may end up seeing mergers or acquisitions from places like Apple, Netflix, et cetera, buying some portions of these theater chains and taking, let's say, Disney buying them and says, and Disney says, hey, listen, malls aren't really going to exist anymore because the real estate is too skyrocketed and people mm-hmm. aren't going to malls and numbers anymore. We can't put our Disney stores in the malls. Apple's going to not be able to put their Apple stores in, in malls. They're going to transition those to the lobbies of theaters. You're going to see an Apple AMC or an Apple Regal Cinemark or some version of that where their lobby space is going to be your Apple store or your Disney store. And most of their theatrical stuff will be the films that they acquire and distribute and produce in-house. Like it's just, I think it's unavoidable that that kind of Well, here's the thing is, going to is that once 2021 hits, it's not going to be very different than what we've been experiencing. <laughs> I thought like, as soon I, as the calendar rolled over, it was like, I, I mean, that's, 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 that's right? as soon as Biden puts yeah. his hand on the Bible, but, right? We're, we're yeah. good. Yeah. And like, that's what it does feel like, but like, there's going to be a long process, especially when, if, and when we get that vaccine, it's not going to be till the summer. And then we're still going to have to wait for like several times. Like there's going to be a long process to this. And I think we have to gird our loins in a sense, or it's like, it, this is, we're not going to get back to normal immediately what if you get another stimulus check though you know (laughs) i think that we can get the virus under control but the second that we have the mango salsa at rock and baja it breaks out again i think that that rock and baja mango salsa might actually be the last spot for everything like giant like like it's a a petri dish of (laughs) it's a whole covid hot spot I don't. I don't People know are just reaching guys... their hands into that, like that giant thing of chips. Like... Steven Seagal is going to be in there, putting his hands in the salsa, shoving it in his mouth, and, and he's just like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry oh, for your birthday salsa." There's no way he fucking apologized. <laughs> true, true. Even though he was like on all his knees, yeah. Just... He's, he, he, he's like a multi-pedal fucking sofa that. <laughs> if he like, said anything, it no was way. "Don't look at me." Like, yeah, no way. Don't uh, take pictures. NDA. Any, he probably looked up and goes, you got milk? <laughs> George Pepe says he wants live music to come mm. back. You yeah. and me both, yeah. brother. Agreed. And agreed. And like, here's the thing is that like, as much as we're excited to get to that point where we have live shows, where we have live comedy, we have live music, we do have to be patient because one, this this vaccine, when we get it, might take a couple of rounds before we're all actually truly vaccinated. And I think that's something that we have to really prepare ourselves for is that like, as, as much, like I, I have won, have like, as soon as Biden won, there was a point 
where I like walked out of the house without a mask on because I was like, everything's fine now. Going to Taco Bell. <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck Taco Bell. God, I miss that. Uh, but but at Taco the same Bell's time, have not closed, people. Taco Bell's are still there. But and you, they might actually help you uh, get inoculated because <laughs> the toxic toxicity levels of their food. So not going to not going to lie. I had it like three weeks ago, but yeah, I've immediately felt unhealthy and then way healthier <laughs> once it was out of my system. You know, you just got to clear out the bells <laughs> at mm-hmm. some point. But I, I do think that there there is a point where we we do have to be very cautious going into this whole vaccine to this next stage where as much as we want to get back to society and back to AKA normalcy, we're going to have to be a little bit patient on all of this. Agreed. That's why I keep building my purge weapons. <laughs> no. If I have free time, I'm putting some nails through some baseball bats. That's all I'm saying. It's like. Gone on full Negan. <laughs> yeah. I just figure it's. A little barbed know, wire on the bat. <laughs> Well, I think that if people are like, oh, you got to be safe, a mask is a half measure. (laughs) If you really want to be safe, you're going to be making purge weapons because you never know when people are going to be like, knock, knock, you got some (laughs) stuff in there. And it's like, yeah, I do. It's a baseball bat with your skull. Those PS5s are hard to find. They are. That's all I'm saying. Uh, So, Matt, we've got this charity stream coming up all day on December 12th. It's going to be a lot of fun. That is a Saturday, December 12th. it's going to feature all sorts of stuff. You are planning it. You've got a lot of the Geekscape network coming together to be a part of it. Uh, is there any chance that Derek will uh, be a part of that on the video game so side? We, is there, we uh, are in we talks. It we are in talks. Uh, hmm. Derek, we'll see if we can work something out. Yeah, Derek, Derek's there, tossed, yeah. tossed out the, the rope to maybe a Geekscape games reunion happening on, on the live stream. Uh, and then, can we can we add Katie to make sure it runs properly? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell Derek how his podcast is run, but if he wants to extend that offer right now, he's more than welcome to. Uh, Matt, it doesn't. <laughs> I would like it to start running. That is why I'm pulling rank, <laughs> <laughs> which is not the first. Inside we just baseball. need to we just need to tell not Shane that it's time. starting about four hours before it actually starts, uh, and then he'll be there just when we want him to be. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think it will be a very fun time. Um, we've got a ton of crazy things lined up, uh, some good discussions, some good panels. We're still working out like guests. I think we we found a really cool charity that I really, really liked. Uh, but I don't want to say, oh, we're raising money for this charity without the charity giving the approval. Um, so actually, you know what? We'll do it. We'll do it right now on air. I'm going to ask you. We don't, John, we, question. Yeah. How would you feel about a Geekscape t-shirt bundle and instead of us doing it for a specific charity, we tell people to donate to their charity of their choice and send us their receipt for their donation and we will pick one at random and give them a t-shirt bundle of Geekscape swag. Yeah, of course. Of course I would do that. Because then we're helping a bunch of charities. So instead of just one. I need to start moving more comics into that closet. The only way I'm going to do it is by getting rid of those t-shirts. So, like, you'll be helping me out a whole lot. There we go. Then, yeah. Uh, And and, and I'll go ahead and say it right now. If you donate more than $50 to either John Ossoff or the Warnock campaign in Georgia, I'll go ahead and send me the receipt that you spent more than $50 donating to the Georgia Democratic runoffs. And I'll send you some Geekscape stuff. Uh, right. I'll send you a Geekscape t-shirt. Go ahead and just send me that receipt and I'll, I'll send you a Geekscape t-shirt. There we go. Because that is it. And absolutely, if we're running that stream, 
that's easy, man. I got all those Geekscape shirts in storage, and I'll mail them to anybody who makes a donation. Cool. Uh, I, th- I think that that's well, the because best we way can to raffle it. them on the. Yeah, we can raffle them on the day for sure on the twelfth and and do all that. But from here through the January fifth runoffs, if you uh, if you spend more, if you donate more than fifty bucks, I'll I'll put some shirts in the mail. As a Canadian, can I ask what that is? Well, our democracy started fixing itself, kinda, Derek. And I know that we we got the right president. We don't necessarily have the right Senate yet, hmm. but it can be flipped if two Democratic senators. What are the Georgia, What are the runoffs though? What does that mean? That is so it. They, basically, they, yeah. it was too close to call, and mm. they're doing a second election type of thing where they have to go and vote again and make sure that they're in the Senate as opposed to it being too close to call. All right. So it's simply for these two senatorial seats Which in Georgia. Which the Senate. Completely sure, flip the Senate. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's all or nothing on that stuff because... Uh, that's just the way our checks and balances sometimes work. Um, Hell, I'll uh, do it. Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's go. Um, all right, everybody. That is what we are thankful for. Uh, we're really looking forward to this year uh, and getting on to t- 2021. There's still some really great stuff, though. Like we just said, that charity is going to be awesome. We got some really great Geekscape stuff coming up for you guys in the rest of the year. I believe um, my friend uh, Nate The Rock quarry not that rock but uh he's also a ufc fighter uh he's going to come on i think next week and talk about a kickstarter campaign he's starting on black friday for his zombie cage fighter trade paperback um nate is awesome he was a guest at zombie con we were fans and friends very quickly he's been a guest at our geekscape booth at comic con and uh when nate said that he was launching a kickstarter for his graphic novel that's a, a zombie ufc cage fighting thing i was like dude come on of course he's the he is the he could grab my head and squish it like a grape but he's also the biggest geek i know and he he's welcome on the show anytime we also have a few other people possibly coming on the show between now and the new year we've got that lesson jake album coming out on december 11th along with krista makes our past guests uh you know book and there's just tons of cool stuff like the punchline you gotta go check out that punchline special music special. i'm telling it's such Let's a fun it. 55 minutes whether you like know their music or Geekscape. not it's good stuff geekscape's got a lot of like a lot of friends going on with stuff and a lot of stuff going on for you geekscape us uh do us a favor subscribe to these shows especially because matt is busting his butt making them and uh, we'll keep making this one. We'll keep doing the flagship show. Katie and I'll keep the lights on for y'all. Uh, keep subscribing. Keep sharing with your friends and keep those reviews coming in. Um, we love doing it. So we're going to reward you with some more free stuff. Keep it moving. Uh, anything to add? I think I've asked that before. All right. For Katie, Derek, and Matthew, this is Jonathan saying we are grateful for you. Have a great American Thanksgiving week. And a great Thursday in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) And spend it responsibly and safely. Over and out. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.